Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. In an effort to clear up the mystery of the ghost car, a phantom automobile responsible for a number of accidents on the road to the Bar O Dude Ranch, Clark Kent and Lois Lane have been tracking down every possible clue. It is Kent's belief that someone is trying to frighten Steve Graham, owner of the ranch, into selling, hoping to gain possession of the property. But why? Is there anything of value on the ranch? Is it something in the abandoned gold mines? Kent isn't quite sure, but has taken the precaution of sending a sample of the ore for analysis. In the meantime, young Jimmy Olsen and Alfredo, a gaucho employed on the dude ranch, are bound hand and foot in a deserted cabin in the hills. Attempting to burn through the rope tied around his wrists, Alfredo has backed up to a kerosene lamp on a table. Suddenly, the lamp crashes to the floor. Oil-fed flames leap high as Jimmy and Alfredo, helpless, look on in terror. Meanwhile... Back at the ranch, Kent and Lois are waiting for a searching party to be organized. Clark, what's keeping Mr. Graham? We'll never pick up Jimmy's trail unless we get started. Why can't you and I go on alone? We don't know this country, Lois. Hey, what's that red glow in the sky? Where? Beyond that hill, see? Oh, yes, I see. It's probably the moon, moon coming up. I don't think so. It's flickering. Maybe it's a brush fire. Where on earth is Mr. Graham? I'll be back in a minute, Lois. I've got to get something in the ranch house. Clark, wait a minute. I'll be right back. Yeah. I don't think anyone can see me behind this barn. Good thing it's dark. I have an idea that's a campfire up in the hills, and if it is, it deserves investigation. As Superman. Up! Up! And away! Leaping into the darkness, Superman streaks for the telltale orange glow on the horizon, wheels above it in strange flight. It's a cabin on fire. Wait. Here's someone crying for help. Yeah. Someone's trapped in that cabin. Down. Down. There. Not much time left. Burning like tinder. Ah, door's locked. Have to crash through. What? Great, Scott. Jimmy and Alfredo, unconscious on the floor. Another few seconds, it would have been too late. I've got them. Now to carry them through that wall of flame. Here goes. Ah, there we are. 
I don't think either of them have been burned. Smoke got them more than anything else. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, Alfredo's coming, Jimmy. too. I'd better assume my role of Clark Kent. <coughs> I bought a rope, boy, Jimmy. I get us out. Take it easy, Alfredo. Senor. Senor Kent, where do you come from? Where is Jimmy? The fire. Jimmy's all right, Alfredo. Smoke knocked him out, that's all, but he's coming around. Jimmy. Jimmy, it's Mr. Kent. What happened? I saw the fire, Jimmy. I broke in and pulled you both out. Mr. Kent. Gosh, I I thought we were gone. You had a narrow escape. Who tied you up, Jimmy? Shorty. One of the ranch hands. Shorty? Why, of all the... We've got to get back to the ranch before he gets away. Think you're ready to ride, you two? Oh, sure, Mr. Ken. I feel fine now. How about you, Alfredo? I ride fast like the wind. All right, come on, then. Good thing you tied up your horses or they wouldn't be here now. Jimmy, you'll have to share the saddle with me. Okay. All right, up you go. Yeah. All set, Alfredo? Si, senor. All right. Hope Shorty's still at the ranch. Wherever he goes, senor, I chase him until I catch him. Yes, Mr. Graham, it was Shorty who locked Jimmy and the gaucho in the burning cabin. Well, no wonder he cleared out so fast. Ah, but don't worry, the state police will get him. Well, then, I guess our job here is finished, and we can get on back to Metropolis. Mr. Kent, I'll never be able to thank you for what you've done. Oh, not at all. Glad to be of service. And now, if we hurry, we can just make the last train out. May I borrow a car to drive to town, Mr. Graham? One of your men could pick it up in the morning. Oh, let me drive you down, Kent. Oh, thanks, Blaine, but I don't want to trouble you. I can manage. Well, if you insist, my car's right here. You're welcome to use it. Thanks. All right, come on, Lois and Jimmy. Okay. In you go. There we are. That's it. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Many thanks, Mr. Kent. Come Goodbye. back and pay us a visit soon, all of you. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. We certainly cleared that up fast, didn't we? Uh, did we, Lois? No, you can't say that I didn't help. Oh, of course you did, Lois. But we haven't quite solved the mystery yet. What do you mean? I mean that Shorty was only a tool, an accomplice of the man behind the ghost car. Who that man is, the brains, we still don't know. Well, if the mystery of the borough isn't solved, why did you tell everyone at the ranch that it was? Yeah, and why are we going back to town then, Mr. Kent? We're setting a trap. A trap? What kind of a trap? As soon as we get into town, I'm going to phone the ranch. Tell them I've just met a wealthy man from the city who's on his way up to the bar O. Let's call him, well, Orville Winston. He wants to buy the ranch. I'll say I'm turning over Graham's car to Winston so he can drive up himself. And what's behind all this slim plan? Very simple. Everyone at the ranch will hear about this new buyer, this Mr. Winston. And the man, the real man behind the accidents, will hear about it too. Naturally, he still wants to get the bar over himself. And when he hears the prospective buyer is on the way up, he'll try to frighten him away. But how? He'll arrange for our mythical Mr. Winston to meet the ghost car on his way up to the bar O. <laughs> Mr. Winston, who doesn't exist, will meet a car that doesn't exist. Are you joking, Clark? No, not at all. I will be Mr. Winston, the would-be buyer of the bar O. And I'll be driving Graham's car back to the ranch. Then, when I see the ghost car heading at me, instead of turning off, 
I'll keep right on riding, straight at it. Don't be a fool, Clark. It's awfully dangerous, Mr. Kent. No, don't you worry. After all, we all know there can't be ghost cars. Uh, if this doesn't work, nothing will. The Barrow Dude Ranch. I think the number six two five. One moment, please. Barrow Ranch. Oh, hello. Uh, this is Clark Kent. Oh yes, Mister Kent. This is Blaine speaking. Oh, hello, Blaine. Didn't run into any trouble, did you? Oh no, no. I'm calling from the station. There's a man down here who wants to get to the ranch. His name is Orville Winston. Oh, are you a guest? No, I don't think so. He said something about wanting to buy the ranch from Mister Graham. I thought it might be a good idea to let him bring Mr. Graham's car back. What do you think? Uh, sounds all right to me. Does he drive? Yes, and it'll save you a trip in the morning. Well, sounds like a good idea. I'll tell Mr. Graham. Well, thanks very much, Blaine. Goodbye. Bye, Mr. Kent. Well? Uh, Lois, you and Jimmy wait here. I've no time to lose. Clark, where are you going? I know. He's going out to meet the ghost. Oh, no, Clark. Clark! meet up with a ghost car as Superman. The tunnel's up ahead a short distance around that curve. The phantom automobile is going to put in an appearance tonight. I'll meet it head-on in just a moment. Yes, there it is. Headlights gleaming. All right, ghost car, get ready for a crash. Someone's running across the top of the tunnel. You're not getting away this time, mister. Up! Hey, who are you? Get out of here. Oh, yes. There. I guess that'll take care of... Blaine. Well, so you're the man behind the ghost car, eh? Well, now to pick up Lois and Jimmy and haul this crook back to the ranch. But I don't understand, Mr. No, it was all very simple, Mr. Graham. Blaine here lowered a mirror in front of the entrance to the tunnel. Naturally, when a car came along, its own headlights were reflected in the mirror, forcing the drivers off the road for fear of crashing. All Blaine had to do was raise the mirror and carry it into the woods. Is that true, Blaine? I'm not talking. He doesn't have to. The sheriff will find the remains of the mirror on the road. Why did you do it, Blaine? Why? I told you I'm not talking. Obviously, he wanted the ranch, Mr. Graham. Yeah, but why? It has no particular value. Well, I wonder. In fact, I sent a sample of ore from your abandoned gold mine to a mineralogist in the city. I have a feeling that mine isn't as worthless as you seem to think. Oh, that reminds me, Kent. The yeah. telegraph office phoned a message for you a few minutes after you left. I wrote it down on this slip of paper. Oh, thanks. Well, I thought so. This message supplies Mr. Blaine's motive. Listen. Sample submitted rich in bauxite. Bauxite? What's that? I know. It's the stuff they use to make aluminum. That's right, Jimmy. Mr. Graham, that abandoned mine is worth a fortune. You know how the government needs aluminum today. It's more precious than gold. You mean that old mine is going to help build planes? Fighting planes? That's exactly what I mean. Kent, I don't know how to thank you. I'm too old to give active service to my country. But you presented me with an opportunity to really lend a hand. Oh, don't thank me. Just get to work and put that mine in operation as fast as you can. While our ghost friend Blaine is thinking it over in prison, you can be joining in the fight for democracy. 
And so another baffling mystery is solved through the cleverness of Clark Kent and the prowess of Superman. But unknown to either Kent, Lois, or Jimmy, all is not well back in Metropolis. At this very moment, Editor Perry White is frantically putting through a long-distance call, summoning Kent back. What has happened? Tune in and follow the new and thrilling story with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.